Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. to the 18th I Thirst follow-up. Today's topic will be about the anointing of the sick or extreme unction. This is, you can say, the last sacrament that we receive. And thus, after all the sacraments, baptism being the gateway, the door to the sacraments, and then we have, you know, confirmation, the Holy Eucharist, and then we have matrimony, or if you get ordained, a priest, etc. Obviously, confession is happening all the time in between. And then you have, of course, at the end of our life, right, this is why the old name is extreme unction. That means unction is anointing with oil, and then extreme means at the end, right? And so here, the anointing of the sick, or extreme unction, here is going to happen when we're at the end of our life. And so this last sacrament is something that strengthens us in order to suffer and to die like Christ on the cross. Remember that every sacrament is a sacred sign of the grace. Every single sacrament is like that. And so the anointing, what material does it use? Remember, every single sacrament has matter and form. Matter and form. Put those together, you get the sacrament, and it gives you this magnificent, powerful grace. So the matter that's used in the anointing of the sick or extreme unction is olive oil. And you have that oil used, and it is blessed, and usually it's blessed by the bishop on Holy Thursday, or the chrism mass, it was on Holy Thursday, but now usually they move it to another day. But uh, anyways, you have that holy oil blessed by the bishop. Um, sometimes you don't have that, so it's possible that a priest can bless it by himself. Uh, that is possible. But here, we'll just take it in the usual case that we do have the oil of the sick. Then the priest takes that and he goes to the person who needs it. And here, again, that oil uh, then is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And the oil is nourishing. It is beautiful and bright. It has a golden color and it nourishes and heals, right? And so the purpose of the anointing of the sick is to help us to suffer. If God wants, he can heal us, you know, so that's why the oil is also something healed, uh, having healing properties to the skin. And so if somebody is anointed uh, by extreme unction, then they can actually uh, be miraculously healed uh, through the sacrament. Uh, This happens many times. Um, If you've talked to some priests, you know, um, I went to anoint the person. I didn't hear that they died. Oh my gosh, they got better. Okay. So um, you do have that possible effect of uh, beautiful recovery. Um, the, people should know that because people have this wrong idea of extreme emotion that it's really meaning that the person is 
you know, there's no hope anymore, etc. And so they're scared to call the priest because they think that it's just like, what that means is that there's just despair, you know, there's no hope left, you know, and this is the last thing that we got to do, right? So it's very important for the person to get extreme unction, you know, a little bit uh, before, you know, uh, the moment of death because, you know, you can do it like, you know, a month before or, you know, give the priest some time, right? But more importantly, right, it's very important, give the person time in order to prepare well for death. And they need the sacrament to do this because, again, the sacrament helps them, right? It strengthens them. The oil strengthens them. It gives them that grace to suffer and to die like Jesus on the cross. So they need that help. They need that preparation. And so here, again, don't call the person, you know, if they're in, if they're terminally ill, they already need, you know, basically to receive extreme unction. You don't, you don't wait until you know, they're unconscious. It's very important. You know, don't wait for the person to get knocked out in a coma and then call the priest to do extreme unction, right? Because you really need to do the confession first, right? Wipe out all those sins, right? And that's very key that they do it when they still can make some kind of communication, right? Um, sometimes they won't be able to speak or anything like that, but here it's very important to um, make sure the person is still having rational capacity, right? They need that confession. They should already be going to confession. If they're in the hospital, you know, already immediately, you know, get a priest there for confession and extreme unction. You know, don't wait until they're in a coma or don't wait until they're not responsive. It's very important to, uh, not to be afraid of the sacrament of extreme unction. Right? It's supposed to give them strength and the help that they need in order to suffer and die like Jesus. And if our Lord wants, then they could be healed. So that's another reason. Don't wait until the very, very, very last minute to get the priest to do confession and extreme unction. And so, again, this beautiful sacrament is given for us in order to accompany us um, at that moment of death, which is such a holy, beautiful moment when all the angels and the saints are surrounding that person. We need all the help that we can get at that moment. So the sacraments are uh, given to us at every stage in our life. Baptism at the very beginning, confirmation throughout marriage and holy orders and for our vocation and confession obviously all the way in between. But here, supernatural life. And so here, obviously, we need help and we need to have support when we're dying. And so on the spiritual side of things, we obviously need spiritual supernatural help when we're dying. You, know, you can't just die by yourself without God and without believing anything. You know, if you really look at how people die, this is something that really tells you how they live. You know, some people confession, right? So a lot of people don't know what to do at the end of somebody's life. They're really, really sick. And this is very understandable because a lot of this stuff is not taught in school. But you need to ask first that the person has confession. You need to get 
all of those mortal sins out. And usually for these people, for the most majority of the world, they need that confession at the end of their life because they're not going to Mass for a long time. Like only less than 20% go to Mass, right? Maybe it's like 10% now, you know? It's just like nobody goes to Mass. Nobody goes to confession. Nobody is caught. Like they're not conscious of, you know, what... The evil that they're doing, you know, um, and here they're just filled with mortal sins, um, and so here they need that confession. So you can't just get anointed and it's like, oh, it's gonna be okay. No, they need the confession first, and you actually need to be in a state of grace before they receive extreme unction. Because extreme unction, here we gotta really understand, right, that you need that confession before clean everything, then you can be strengthened to die and suffer like Jesus, suffer and die like Jesus, right? So get that confession when they're rational before, right? It's really important. You know, don't just like, you're 80 years old, you haven't got a confession in a long time, maybe next year, you know, you need to get that, you know, old person right to confession right away, right? So get them into confession. Then the next thing is extreme unction. And it's a beautiful, um, beautiful sacrament that strengthens the whole person they're anointed you know in their body right their hands um, their forehead in the new way of doing it and in the old every sense is anointed their nose their eyes their ears their hands their feet right um that's so that every part of us can be strengthened in order to suffer and die like jesus and so that uh, sacrament is just is filled with such consolation and such hope and such strengthening and so we do confession first then uh, extreme unction then we give them the apostolic pardon so make sure you ask for the apostolic pardon which means that this is the remission of all temporal punishment at the end of the person's life by the power given to that priest through the Holy See. And so each priest is given that power when that person is at the end of their life to grant what's called the apostolic pardon and wipe away all of the temporal punishment due to that person's sins, mortal and venial sins. And again, you can't receive the apostolic pardon unless you are in the state of grace. It's so important to realize that if you're in mortal sin, it's like if the apostolic pardon went to you, it's like, bonk, right? You just can't do anything. You really have to be in the state of grace. That's why confessions, first, 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 right? Then anointing, then apostolic pardon. And then you have the last thing that you do in this life, right? It's supposed to be the reception of Holy Communion, viaticum. That's supposed to be your strength, your food for the journey to purgatory right it's a heaven yes but to purgatory because we got a lot to clean up in our lives and so that is the proper order right remember confession anointing apostolic pardon and the last thing that we if they can receive then holy viaticum that's the last thing that they receive before they go up into heaven. here we must get that order clear and correct and not be afraid of the sacraments it's not a death toll remember get that out of everybody's head it's not a death toll the priest is not the bringer of death he's not the grim reaper he's there in order to strengthen that person to strengthen the family right in order to prepare worthily for a beautiful death there to be with our lady all the saints and really just to show god's power that he works such graces when a person is close to death there's so many revelations so many changes conversions that happen when death is near 
So let us really pray that all those who will suffer and die today, they may receive those graces that they need in order to be saved, and that um, the confusion with regards to the anointing of the sick, uh, all that is dispersed, and people really use the sacrament in order to help people to come back to the faith, really, and in order to be like Christ on the cross. In the Patris and Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.